This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jumping off into our third and final half hour, if you will. Yes. Here till 1230. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. Still to come, Seth Dunlap sat down with NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier talking about the draft status, the draft possibilities for your LSU Tigers currently where they might stand in the NFL draft in April. First, though, football. Week six scores around college football. Alabama 28, Arkansas 7 in the second quarter. Missouri, South Carolina in the second quarter as well. And it is Missouri 17-14 over South Carolina. Northwestern State, or excuse me, Northwestern, I should say, 14-3 over Michigan State also in the second quarter. That is a bit of a surprise so far, but I know Zach Streif is smiling. Maryland and Michigan delayed due to weather. Kansas, West Virginia. West Virginia on top by 14, 21-7 over the Jayhawks. Cincinnati and Tulane. Roll wave. Not right now, though. 10-7, they trail Cincinnati, the Bearcats, in the second quarter. Syracuse and Pitt, 17-14, Pitt on top of the Orange. Also, Boston College and NC State, 7-3, the Wolfpack leading Boston College. Those are your Week 6 scores. LSU and Florida jumping off at 2.30, kicking off at 2.30, I should say. Yes, sir. And, uh, Herb, we're going to um, – We'll get our predictions in a, in a few moments, but you really like this matchup in a lot of ways, and we've talked about it for the last two hours, and it's going to come down to – we just talked about it with Sam. It's going to come down to who can take care of the football. Absolutely. I mean, turnovers are going to be key. It's key in every game, but in this particular game, it's definitely going to be key because, um, you know, Joe Burrows has a streak right now. There's no intercepts. Um, he's had a few fumbles, but we, we can correct that. Um, but if, if we can get our defense to, to really create some turnovers – and get our offense, our new revamping offense, um, the ball back a few times. Uh, just those extra possessions really, really make a difference in the game. You know, have you ever been part of a team where a quarterback hasn't thrown a, an interception in yeah. five games, like for five straight games? Of course, I did. I mean, I you was did? always really good at not throwing interceptions. I threw, you know, my my passing completion percentage was like an average of sixty three or something like that right. throughout my career. Um, and and I think I've only Which is I think, really strong for a college quarterback. Yeah, I, I think I only threw a total of maybe eight to ten interceptions my whole career, which is in like four game, four seasons. So I mean that's you know so you have to go stretches yeah. without throwing an interception, if you will. Um, but you know the th- the thing about it though is just you know you have to be confident in what you're doing. You have to really be confident in your ability to be able to get it done, and then you have to. Really, really, truly um, understand that um, that how important it is not only to you but the guys that you're playing with that you don't turn the ball over because if they feel like that you have a chance to turn the ball over at any point in time, those guys are going to play a little bit edgier because they're going to try to create turnovers. They're going to try to make the play when they have that at, at, at any point in time or that specific one time. They're going to try to do a little something extra, which can lead to turnovers, but. But when you can play relaxed and you can play really confident in what you can do, then you know you don't really turn the ball over. You start freelancing on offense or defense and getting away from the scheme, and then, then you're you're asking for trouble. Asking for trouble, you're gonna be doomed at some point. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you can see the confidence that 
the defense has in Joe Burrow, yep. the, his offensive playmakers and, as well. And that comes from what Sam was talking about. When he first came to, to, to campus, he was leading workouts and practices, and he was, you know, a, you know, apparently he was he was winning that sprints. That was that was, those are things that I try to do myself when I was playing, um, especially like I always wanted to run faster than the DBs or run faster than the running backs and the receivers because I wanted them to know that hey man, I can do the same thing you guys are doing, but I just do it from a different position because I was a quarterback, I was a veer quarterback in high school, and I really wanted to. To, to, to show the country and my coaches that I can run the ball too just as well as Kevin Falk and Rondell Mealy, uh, Kendall Cleveland and catch the ball just as well as Larry Foster and you know the people like that Eddie Kennison do things like that now you know those guys are great guys and I'm just you know just myself you know little bitty old me but I would I would at least try to compete 28 to 14 the Arkansas Razorbacks just scored over the uh oh number one ranked do you smell Alabama a Crimson Tide. No, I do not. Brewery. No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> Alabama's just simply toying with them and will squash them when hey they're man, ready. Man, this might be the light right here that Arkansas needs to see. Yeah, twenty eight to fourteen down. It's gonna be a knockout light to <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, exactly. We'll step away and come back. David Potter at Master Control. You're gonna hear from NFL analysts and college football analysts Mike Detillier next here on WWL. All right, welcome back. Herb and Christian winding down here on Tiger Tailgating. Seth Dunlap caught up with NFL and college football analyst Mike Detillier talking about the draft status of the LSU Tigers currently. Mike Detillier's insights into the 2019 draft brought to you by the Sports Medical Center of Thibodeau Regional. Keeping you safely in the game. I'm Seth Dunlap. Mike Dettelier joins us now to break down LSU Florida. Mike, what's going on? I'm doing great, Seth. Man, this will going to be one tough football game for the Tigers. I know in talking to Coach O this week, he, he told me, man, Mike, it was the hottest game I've ever been involved with in my entire life last year. <laughs> the heat, the humidity. You know, and you've been in Florida, man, the fans are right on top of you. Man, he was worried about Pete Jenkins. Something might happen to him. You know, Pete was 74 years old. Uh, but he said, man, listen, I don't know if I'm getting old or if it was that hot. I said two things. you getting older, and it was that hot. Yeah, back-to-back <laughs> years in the swamp here for LSU. And this is a perfect week to start this segment, Mike, because there is so much NFL-caliber talent on the field in this one. Listen, this would be a Jeopardy deal that no one would get, you know, because I do this every year, and uh, I call it the NFL Talent Bowl, a yearly rivalry games over the past six years. Um, last six drafts, uh, what rivalry game produced the most players? And I think LSU-Alabama, most people would get that, 95. Sure, yeah. They wouldn't have got the two spot. LSU-Florida with 82, and it's been like that for three straight years. They edge out Florida, Florida State, who has 81 players that have been picked. But, Seth, believe me, on Jeopardy, that's a whiff across the board. Just goes to show how much talent both these teams have had. These games have been close. Last four games have been decided by seven points or less. But LSU has dominated this series. They've won six out of the past eight meetings versus Florida very reminiscent to when the old ball coach was at Florida, and it was the other way around. He dominated LSU when he went up against them and uh, always had that stick in the craw that um, they passed him over for that head coaching position. Mm-hmm. And we know the old ball coach is really good with quarterbacks, and we're going to see Felipe Franks for Florida here. He was a commitment to LSU. I think most LSU fans remember that. Uh, what can you tell us about Franks and his NFL potential? Big tall drink of water, six foot six, two forty. Um, you know, the one thing I know with Dan, he, he wants his quarterback to be highly efficient, also a threat uh, in the running game. 
when he was at Florida, he had Tim Tebow. Uh, Mississippi State, Dak Prescott, Nick Fitzgerald. You don't think Dan Mullins had a big impact on Nick Fitzgerald? Just watch how he plays today. He's not the same guy. Franks is the key today. If you get him to move from his launch pad and throw off base, LSU's got some shots here. Also, uh, because of his size and that he's six foot six, two 240 pounds, they use him a lot in short yardage running situations. Just like he did Prescott, just like he did Tebow, just like he did Fitzgerald, LSU's got to be cognizant of that. He's becoming much more efficient as a passer and throwing the football from the pocket. But still, Seth, he's had some jittery moments here. And Kentucky's win over them had a lot to do with getting him to move off of where he felt comfortable and throwing on the run. Well, he's not the only guy that may play on Sundays eventually. Who's the top NFL prospect for you? Maybe some other guys that you're keeping an eye on draft-wise. Well, on the offensive side of the football, it's left tackle Martez Ivy. He has started the last three years and has started at either left tackle, left guard. You can't miss him. He's six foot five and a quarter, 315 pounds uh, for a big man. He moves his feet well, a really good run blocker. He's really elevated his pass protection skills. Right now, he's 52nd on my board for the 2019 NFL Draft. Van Jefferson, who was a transfer player from Ole Miss, 6'1 and a half, 210, a redshirt junior. Uh, he's caught 12 passes this year, but three of them have went for scores. Uh, really good, short, an immediate receiver, uh, excellent route runner, sure-handed, comes from a football family. Uh, his dad, Sean, 13 years in the NFL as a receiver. Now he's the receiver's coach with the Miami Dolphins. When he was at Ole Miss, his last two seasons there, he caught 91 passes. So it goes to show you he knows what he's doing uh, in setting up people, get separation downfield. And the guy to watch today is Jordan Scarlett, the running back, redshirt junior, 5'11", 214, rugged inside runner. He has alternated time along with the true freshman, Damian Pierce, Highly recruited football player coming out of St. Thomas Aquinas. He led the Gators in rushing two years ago, 889 yards, six scores. Was suspended last year for the entire season because of the credit card uh, fraud situation. This year he's averaging 5.1 yards a carry, has two scores. But the best player and the most highly rated player on that Florida team is the strong safety Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Six foot, 212, my 24th highest rated player for the 2019 NFL draft. The Gators use him a lot like LSU uses Grant Delpit. Outstanding open field tackler, instinctive, smart, great blitzer off the edge. Also, he's a guy that can match up real well in the coverage part of the game. It reminds me a lot, Seth, of Landon Collins when he was at University of Alabama. He's a guy that. Defensive coordinator Todd Grantham, who is the SEC version of Greg Williams. Uh, sick the quarterback and along the way make the tackle for the run. But, again, he is a very similar type athlete to Landon Collins. Well, NFL talent all over the field here today at the Swamp. LSU Florida coming up in just a few hours. Mike, a great insight, man, and we'll do it again next week. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Uh, appreciate it. That was Mike Dettelier with his insight into the 2019 draft, brought to you by the Sports Medical Center of Thibodeau Regional, keeping you safely in the game. I'm Seth Dunlap. Now back to Christian Garrick and Herb Tyler for the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. 
All right, thank you very much, Seth. Great insight from Mike Dettelier. Yes. There um, on the uh, draft and all, all the talent that's going to be on the field in this game, LSU and uh, Florida today at 2.30. And there is a ton of them. There's a ton of NFL uh, future players in particular, more so I think on on LSU's defense than than than, uh, than Florida's defense, albeit really, really good talent uh, mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Yep. All right, we're winding down here on Tiger Tailgate and Herb. Um, time for predictions, you know, and I'm terrible at it. Uh, I, I swing and miss all the time. Uh, I have picked LSU in, in every game since the Miami game. They taught me a lesson, yep. um, deservedly so, against La Tech and Southeastern. Didn't see the Auburn thing coming, but nonetheless, I, I like LSU to go six and to remain six or remain unbeaten and go six and zero. Oh. It's going to be a close victory, 17-14, low scoring game for me. Yeah, uh, you know that's, that sounds pretty good, Christian. And I, you know, I don't necessarily um, remember when the last time you actually picked LSU to win. Um, but this is uh, pretty impressive by you today. I think that you're barking up the right tree. Um, 17-14 is a really good score. I think that's awesome. Um, the spread is, I think, two. Two and a half, right? yeah. Yeah, so two and a half. So, you know, I, I think I'm going to up that a little bit more. I think I think the score is going to be 24-23-ish. Oh, you something like that. You're doing, you're doing a really tight game. I, I, I'm doing a really tight game. You know why? Because I just I feel like, I feel like that's what kind of game it's going to be. 24-23. It's going to be tough, man. We, we're going in there, and, and look, Florida's going to be tough. They're going to they're gonna protect their home. They will. But we're going to go in there with a mentality, uh, the mentality of a tiger baby. We're going, it doesn't matter where we are. We're going in the swamp today, and we're going to grab us an alligator, and we're going to take it, and we're going to have some uh, alligator sauce pecan with that thing. <laughs> so it's going to be a 24-23 LSU Tiger victory today at about four, what, 5 o'clock. It's going to be um, a loud, hostile environment. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium is sold out now because LSU is coming in as the fifth-ranked team in the country, 5-0. and Yes. It's a big rivalry. LSU making their second straight trip to Gainesville. Um, look, it's going to be fun today. And, look, I want to remind Tiger fans, after the game, about 90 minutes after the, the, the LSU Sports Radio Network postgame, I'm coming on the air for the purple and gold point after until uh, about 10 o'clock. So um, if you want to talk, however this game goes, win or loss, yeah. I, will be, I will be on here for the uh, purple and gold point after, and it should be celebrating a Tigers six and zero victory. Should be, um, Will and be. a huge matchup. I mean, gigantic matchup the following week. We'll be down there in, uh, yes. in Baton Rouge for LSU Georgia, and if LSU remains unbeaten, I think College Game Day is probably going to come to Baton Rouge. Hey man, we are College Game Day, so if they come, they'll just be a little, you know, a, a little side piece. For I us. got you. I want to thank Joey Falgu <laughs> for the first two hours here at Master Control, David Potter bringing us home, running the final leg of the, uh, yes, the relay. He's taking off his tie. Walked in here with a tie, shirt Looking and tie. good, David. Looking yeah, he's, good, he's, man. He's undoing it a little bit. He's getting out of that getting <laughs> out of that, 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 uh, that suit. All right, we're going to hand things off to the LSU Sports Radio Network. Me and Herb are going to go live on Facebook here momentarily. I'm Christian Garrick, Simplify. I'm out. Herb, do you think, man? Yeah, man. Uh, look, it's going to be a great day. Everybody there in Tigerland and in the world, God loves you. I love you. Go Tigers! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.